Welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish. I am Crutch, and as always, I am blessed to be joined by my partners in crime, the Chief. Chief, how are you, sir? I am great. How are you doing? I am very, very happy it is Friday. Goon, how are you, sir? I have been uh, appropriately poked and am feeling better. Poked, you say? Did, did uh, um, you get in an argument with someone? No. No, I just came back from acupuncture. Oh. Ow. So how'd that go? It was very painful today. I'm not sure why. In other words, my shoulder didn't hurt before I went in, but it does hurt now. Did they do it right? <laughs> I thought the whole idea was it was supposed to, like, you know, make you feel better when you left. I don't know. He charged me extra because it hurt. I was about to ask, do you, do you have to pay extra for that? <laughs> you know, only only if you let the girl in, then it's extra. See, this is a happy pole establishment. I told you that, right? <laughs> I mean, you long time, right? <laughs> yeah. So, the, it does, is it bizarre world? You know, you come in fine, you you leave in pain. <laughs> that, that's exactly it. Oh, you were feeling pretty good. Well, we'll we take have, care of that. <laughs> we have a very unique business model. It, we only it, take people who are perfectly healthy, and we mess them up. <laughs> it kind of fits with the week we've had, hasn't it? Uh, yes, this week has messed me up. I mean, we have had the, the revolving door on my project as they decide who's who's leaving and who's staying. It's, it's who is found worthy, okay? See, that's... Yeah, I keep looking at the list of people going, and I'm thinking to myself, not all of these people really should go. Some of them really should stay because, wait, they actually do work. Yes, yes, we've noted that as well. Um, I am keeping a hammer on my desk, just you know, to show that I'm worthy. Oh, I thought as a defense mechanism. You're not taking me without a fight. <laughs> you know, you know the people I work with. Do you really think I need a weapon? No, but some of them do need a hammer, you know, to the head. A uh, little little Maxwell silver hammer action, you see, huh? You know, I'm, I haven't been much of a Beatles fan ever since they broke up. So, you know, there's that. Ever since. Okay, well, that was uh, 72? I think it was actually 70, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's pretty early. close enough, 50 years ago. You know, it's not yeah, like it's a whole grudge. It's a long time. Yoko. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> what, you That's like my her? my line, sir. Huh? Nobody. Nobody likes Nobody her. likes her. Okay, but you have to know who it is. All I all I know is that someone got disparaged. That's what I'm. You don't uh, know who Yoko is. Who's Yoko? Yoko Ono, the one-time art dealer slash artist who married John Lennon and ruined the Beatles. See, she was his second wife. Yes. 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 Because, um, what you called? The one who had a single hit. What is his name? Uh, George, George Harrison? No, John Lennon's son. Oh, uh, Julian. Oh, no, I'm Julian. sorry. No, you're right. Julian. Julian. No, Julian. Right, Julian. Julian is from the first wife. Then he has a son with Yoko. I, 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 didn't, didn't, I didn't know any of this. I didn't know that. Well, the Beatles are a little before your time. Yeah, so, so right. as, as stated, how would I know this and why? Well, you would know this because we're telling you now because we're your friends. And it's what we do. I don't think friends let other people know about the Beatles. You know, I know about the 
the ISIS beetles, but I know that they were captured and are getting uh, thoroughly stomped out right about now. Shokant knows about beetles too, but they're a food source. Yeah. Well, you know they were named they were named the Beatles because they had British accents. So the guy was like, "Oh, they're a band of British terrorists. We'll call them the Beatles." I thought they were also British. Well, yeah, a lot of British people have British accents. It's kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, this this makes sense. Uh, and thank God for that too, especially the ladies. Well, yes, that's true. Yeah, um, actually, yeah, Sean Lennon is the name of. Um, is the name of uh, John Lennon and Yoko Ono's son. Has he done anything, or has his career kind of been like Yoko's? Uh, let's see. British-American musician, songwriter, producer, multi-instrumentalist. He's, son, uh, he's been a member of multiple bands, but none of them that you've ever heard of. So there's that. So, yeah, he's followed the Yoko career path rather than the John Lennon career path. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, you know, that's a nice trip down. <laughs> we, took a, we took an odd turn from the beginning of the show. We sure did. Yeah. Is this is this what happens? Is this like part of sundowning when you just start regressing back into the, the days of old? Well, you know, something like that. I'm going to take that as a yes. Yeah. I um, I have only one question. Did did anybody here watch either of the quote unquote town halls last night? No, that's a negative. I, I for for anybody who's listening to our show who would like to to let me in on a little secret, can somebody explain why in most of the video cuts that I have seen throughout today, Vice President Biden is staring up at something as he answers? Did did they mount? I'm just wondering, did they mount a teleprompter like on the ceiling? with really large type and that's what he's using to read because it was a little awkward that you know george snuffleupagus is sitting right across from him and uh, I, I love that nickname I... I have to admit that's not original for those of you who remember the show friends do you remember the show friends yes i know you, 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 you i do never watched it. i never watched a single episode of friends uh, well there's they they live in new york and supposedly at this one particular episode George Stephanopoulos, back when he was a thing, you know, working for the Clinton administration. He still thinks in, he's a thing. Sure. Had moved into the adjoining building and the three ladies who are of the, of the you know, the six, the hex tap. What do you call six people performed together? A sextet. A sextet, yes, of the sextet. The three ladies of the sextet are all looking out the window and one of them says, who are we looking at? And one of them says... Is that George Snuffleupagus? And the first one goes, "No, I believe he's only on Sesame Street." <laughs> That's Mister so Snuffleupagus. I've always is it Mister Snuffy actually? So that's where that all comes from. But that's just me. But yeah, anyway, I want, so, I, so I want you to know that while we're doing the show here, mm-hmm. uh, Show Cat has jumped up onto the printer and is knocking crap off my bookshelf onto the floor. And then looking at me like, see, I can do this while you're busy. And that. And I can do that. She's she's upset. Why? What did you do? The kitten caught another mouse last night. (laughs) Showing her up. So that would be be the kitten seven. Showcat just watching. Showcat's management. That's kind of what she says. 
She's like, look, we we have younger people to do this for us now. That's right. I've got I've got staff. Yeah, it's kind of like where you and I should be as we're older. We should be like hiring people to do things. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yes, I need those gutters cleaned. It's your job. Handle it. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to figure out which one of us will will get a management job first. It'll be hilarious. I had a management job. All I got was a fancy salary and an ulcer. Mm, that's not good. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a, a deal at all. <laughs> that that wasn't. It was not mentioned in the contract. I'm just saying. You get free medical and dental, and we have to give you the free medical because you're going to get an ulcer. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Was it was it the work or was it the people? It was uh, the stressful schedule, the people, and the extreme hours. Mm. Uh, this was a NASA program. Oh, nice. So, I mean, it was technically, it, it was really fun. We were, uh, we were doing... Yeah, we were doing ground processing stations for all of the mission to planet Earth satellites. Mm-hmm. And this was before there were any that were actually launched. So the ground stations had to be ready by the time the first satellite went up or it would be talking to no one. <laughs> so, sort of like most relationships. Yes. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Remind me the next time you're visiting Stately Goon Manor and I'll show you my one-of-a-kind... Uh, Landsat photograph that was gifted to me by the nice men and women at NASA. Oh, neat! <clears throat> yeah, the only the only spacey thing I've ever done was uh, my dad used to work for General Electric, and uh, when we lived in Pennsylvania, he was head of security for the uh, GE Space Center there, and they did a lot of work with um, the Saturn V rockets. So they're very involved in the whole moon mission stuff and all. And one time he. Uh, he actually brought out in this large acrylic box a moon rock that had been uh, loaned to uh, the facility, you know, to show off in the lobby kind of thing. And I guess being the security guy, he could, you know, nick it from the lobby and bring it out to the parking lot and show his son. That's uh, cool. Yeah, the face. But, you know, couldn't touch it. You know, acrylic box and everything. But I thought that was pretty neat. Moon rocks. Excellent. <sighs> That's the closest I've ever gotten to space. I worked for the weather service, you know, but that's, you know, still inside the atmosphere. Um, hey, have you guys had any COVID in your building this week? Uh, not that we know of, but then again, we're the last to know. That's how that yeah, goes. So, so are we. We've had four. Wow. But see, is that the you building are... or is that the room? Uh, one, in, one in our room, three in the other room. In one of the other rooms. Wow, they're gonna have to make you wear those helmet, those hats with the big long noses, you know, like they wore. In the oh, the, plague. the plague hats. Plague hats. You're gonna look like a I bird. Think everybody should wear those at work. Don't don't you think we should just have the people who have the uh, contracted the virus wear a big red letter C? Uh yeah, that'd work. The scarlet letter. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you know that way we'll know. Because I mean. Here's the kind of logic that I've been getting this week. And I'm not being critical, but, you know, some managers need to think this through. <laughs> That's, um, I'm sorry, that wasn't funny. Okay. <laughs> it will be. Um, okay, we've had an individual who is presumed positive for COVID-19. 
We can't tell you who it is, but if you've had contact with them, you need to tell us. <laughs> wow. So what they're hoping is that all of you will come up with a list. You know, here are the people I've had contact with. Right, well, that, and, do they make the list? You know, and then, then they then they have you know everybody's comings and goings, and then you'll have to show papers and maybe even have to get like an identity number. You know, maybe I don't know tattooed on your wrist. That could be. Well, we actually had a meeting today too because the numbers have been so high. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a meeting from our new, uh, uh, well, not all that new, but our our California boy program manager. <laughs> Is this an official uh, title? Yeah, yeah. So he didn't introduce himself, first of all. And right. I'm not a member of the Prime Company, so I don't know who he is. And in right. fact, when they told me his name, I go, and he does what? <laughs> He's the program manager. Really? Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, fine. And and he was like, yeah, you guys need to just keep doing what you're doing uh, uh, to totally. protect yourselves. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you just need to keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, because it's working so well, dude. Your temperature checks mean nothing because they haven't. We we have the worst outbreak in our in our government area. You did say Not, he came from California, right? Yeah. Well, this, this probably looked great to him. Yeah. Did Did he tell you that his dad owns a dealership? <laughs> <laughs> just Just wondering. Yeah. I you know, I sat through that meeting today, and it was like really. And and they said in the meeting, oh, if you even think you're positive, we're going to treat it like positive and make you stay at home for 14 days on your own, unless you contract it at work and work for us. So that's presumptive positive. Yes. Yes. So, so then you just don't say anything. So even if you are positive, then you're spreading it around. You think that might happen? That's... You think that might happen? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I, I just, I, I kind of sat there with my little headphones on and I listened to the meeting and the microphone was muted, which was a really good thing. <laughs> so that everybody didn't hear your imitation of Yosemite Sam? <laughs> exactly. With gunshots and all? Exactly. I, yes. Yes. What in tarnation are you bang? That's a ragged, 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 ragged. California boy. So if we got Cali Girl to talk to Cali Boy, oh how God. how long would take for freaking ever? <laughs> yes, because I know how much Crutch loves it when she comes over and just stares and waits, doesn't doesn't introduce <laughs> or anything. It's creepy. Sorry. She'll just she'll just stand there and wait for you to notice her, and then she will start talking. And it takes and... a while. Sometimes I'm staring, going like, "All right." I gotta see if this is a Guinness World Record at this point. <laughs> I keep hearing that he's starting a stopwatch over there, um, because she'll Sounds... say, you know, you know, at the end of the day, she she needs me to, um, you know, reboot one of the virtual machines, but it'll start with, so I was working on this, and then this happened, and then I had to stop and get the phone because, well, that was a really important phone call, and then. Um, I, when I finished that, I realized that my sandwich had gone cold, so I had to reheat that. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I don't remember signing up for a life story. I really, you know, it's like, I'm, okay. I'm thinking of an All in the Family episode, uh, Crutch. Can you guess which one? No. So I'm, Edith would be babbling on to Archie about that. And what would he be doing while she was doing that? 
Oh, the famous one where he's like pretending to shoot himself and hang himself. And, yes. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what I predict going on here, you know. I'll see if I can find a link to that for folks who are, you know, not as well versed as us young codgers. Young. See, young. they don't want to learn from the past because anything before them doesn't matter. Those are just facts. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> and history doesn't care about your feelings, man. See, the problem the problem with that scenario that constantly arises is that I sit right next to Crutch. And mm. and <laughs> I have to, that's a problem. I have to be there and not laugh as I oh. know what's happening every time. So I have to like put on headphones or pretend I don't see her or because because in my head I have jumped off that ledge right into the volcano because it would be less painful. Yep. Oh, oh, hey, I have good news. I forgot. I didn't even tell you during the pre-show. No. The Sicilian is home. Yay! Welcome home, Sicilian. And yep. all clear? Yeah, as far as I know. Indeed. Phantasmagoric. Yes, that is wonderful news. Indeed. I don't know how long they have to wait to get, you know, to make sure everything is good. But, I mean, they were predicting, gee, I, I think when I talked to Yankee Swamp Fox... He kind of thought it would be a couple of weeks in the rehab hospital, and I think it was just about a week. Yeah, it's there any chance it's because the insurance ran out? I'm just you know throwing these out there. No. Okay, that's good. And in other good news, <laughs> I got I got all the paperwork from uh, my mother's estate done, and brought over to the people at the nursing home, and they agreed to release the funds. Well, it's about time. So, so you have that? Did you also find out? How much the state of Maryland owes you personally for your patronage? Um, I I did not do that because when I I panicked a little bit when I found out I had the uh, the mom's paperwork to do before the deadline, which turns out to be today. Ah, wow. Yeah. So uh, so that's why I ran that. I I left work a little early, as Crutch knows, and yeah, I ran I home. Saw those little lines following him as he <laughs> shot off the sky. Did you hear the uh, Did you hear the cartoon <laughs> sound? <laughs> I'm glad you heard the whoosh. I paid extra for that. There you go. Uh, but I got that all done. Now here's an interesting. So, you know, he gets a little money from his his mom's account. He's paying extra for the acupuncture. He's paying extra for the whoosh. Eh, money bags. Well, I wouldn't say it was the acupuncture I was paying extra for. <laughs> oh yeah. Da, 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 da. PG rated show. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> just saying. Is it? I mean, because we try. Yeah, we try. Some sometimes you you work we the blue scene. Well, we haven't um we haven't actually said anything awuga worthy lately. I thought that was not a good a, sign. not in quite a while actually. That is amazing. I, I've almost removed it from my daily lexicon. I think I believe I I dropped one talking to Crutch on the phone today. You dropped but, uh, one. A lot more gollies. Just just There's, just one. Yeah. I think it was just one, actually, Chief. And um, okay, you know, I'm sending mem- I'm sending membership cards to the members of uh, of my singing group because I can't inviting go them to their own group. No, I can't go and see them, and I'm the secretary, so I get the cards and I write them a little letter. And uh, one of the guys who's getting one this week, he fancies himself a poet. <laughs> did you and write him he, a limerick? I did. Well, not a limerick. You did what I? Oh, what I, what I wrote him. 
what I what I wrote him was uh, I told him would make him remember the Nixon the Nixon Watergate era. Whoa! Life is rough. Times are hard. Here's your expletive deleted membership card. <laughs> wow! You're welcome. You're a poet, if you don't uh, know it. You know he's actually a good poet. So does it rhyme? Sometimes. Because to me, poems that don't rhyme are just stories. Most. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a haiku. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, we. Um, well, let's see what else happened this week. Mr. Browning, we had Mr. Browning. Uh, um, uh, we took bets on whether he'd work a full 40 or not. What's, what was the over under? <laughs> 35. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he uh, and and the answer was no. Hey, <laughs> the answer w- is no. One thing about that man is that he is good at his job and he's consistent. Okay, so you can't can't fault him yeah, for he, that. Well, he, I'm he, not he's, faulting he's, him. I'm kind of so jealous. He's automated himself out of full time employment. Is you know, and it gets boring sitting there by yourself. I don't blame him. That's right. And well, he's got keep... enough leave to do it. I just have people watching me, and now the now that they. You know, cut fifty percent of the people. Now the people in your office are are either dropping from unemployment or COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the, I figure that's going to bring us down to about twenty five percent by the time it's I all done. No desire to go to your building. <laughs> I will either get fired or or sick. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not even on your contract. <laughs> fire that man. He doesn't work for us. Well, that's easy then. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're. Either. They won't fire you just for not working because I could get oh, a whole list of names for that. <laughs> that building will be almost empty. If that was the case. So, uh, in terms of, I, I hear that we're not even allowed in your building anymore. It's true. We will actually be um, uh, driven to the floor and have our badges confiscated. I I hear that too, and and frankly, I don't understand why. You know that there has been animosity <laughs> between the prime contractor uh, for my project and your company. Our company specifically, or the prime on our contract? Key Whistle. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I was like, does Wade know this? You know. And I don't know why that animosity exists. I bet the chief does, though, because he was uh, he was more involved with the two projects. I was I was kind of off on a side project in my early. Uh, uh, in the early decade that I was on this project, rather than the current later decade. Well, it uh, you have to remember, people were fighting for the same work, and and that I think took its toll. Yeah. So that's that is my that is my guess at least because, I mean, do you, do you ever really know what? What, uh, well, could this could this have anything to do with the original owner of Key Whistle? Well, I know he and they had their back well, and forths. He, he, but he's he, been gone a while. He used to run that. I mean, he's the one yeah. who sold it to them. So, mm. Mm. yeah, I, I, I mean, and it's very weird, you know, that whole uh, prohibition of uh, all of you folk. Are, uh, um, that happened before the pandemic. And the reason was, oh, we just don't have enough space. Well, 
that was a little disingenuous. Just a little. You know, yeah, because if if you were talking about sitting some of your people permanently at our site to do whatever, okay, maybe we were a little crowded for that. That I could see. But for example, um, your um, your person who does the same kind of work that I do. Yes, mm-hmm. Blondie. The lovely Blondie, yes. Yeah. She would come over because we have equipment that she needs that she doesn't have in your building. Correct. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and occasionally, well, I don't know, once a week, twice a week, it, it wasn't. It wasn't all the time. She would come over and uh, she would pick a time when she knew that our govy wasn't using the de- his desk in our building because that's where the equipment was. Right. And she would come over and, and work for a couple hours. A morning, maybe, an afternoon. It really... it f- From our perspective, the people who are doing the work and who are sharing the stuff with her, mm-hmm. this was not a problem. And now all right. of a sudden she can't come at all. And, and the whole... That'll make things difficult. Yeah, well, the whole, I can't, um, you know, we don't have enough space for you. She really she really wasn't taking up space. I mean, in more ways than one, right? She was doing <laughs> real work that needed to be done. And right. she wasn't, we weren't holding a full-time desk for her. And, you know, if we would we would work things out if she came and our government guy was there. We would just kind of shift things around so that she could get her work done. Mm-hmm. There's no there was there's simply no reason to not be accommodating for this. You were being productive. That that's frowned upon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's I mean, still, it's not a moral thing. But... It, it makes it makes all the unproductive people look bad. Yes, because they should be taken out and beaten. Hey, non-violence, non-violence. Okay, come on, guys. They should be taken out and... Okay. They should be taken out. Okay. <laughs> wow, okay, so... You like that better? <laughs> that escalated. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, that's, this is one of those things that just... There's no logic in it, and I don't get it. And it was like, well... well I don't see why you can't do this. But I'm being a subcontractor. We don't ask such questions of the masters. True. That's right. We does what we's told. He just follows the he's, orders. He's a good sub, boss. That's right. Follows the orders, okay? That's right. Learn the yeah. Guys. Yeah. The Hitler is no longer responding to my emails. I hope it's not because he listens to podcasts. Rut row roar. Guaranteed that's not it. <laughs> The, the mere fact that you guys say anything about our our president in a positive light will, like uh, garlic, <laughs> just Boy, repel him, him. Yeah, you can't. There, there. Uh, I, I like President Trump. There, that should that should inoculate us for this uh, show. I'm surprised he hasn't, you know, like shut down his Spotify account because we're there. Well, they didn't do that to uh, what is it NBC yet? Just because someone oh, was last night, last yeah. night, <laughs> yeah, they they have they were quite upset about that. Yeah, let's talk about this. Yeah, the employees of NBC were upset because the president of the United States was on NBC last night. Yeah, I mean, he's on, he's on the news every night. They're not upset about that. 
Yes, they are. Oh, oh yes. They are. They, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, they would like nothing from him and everything from. No, they, they'd like Plugs him to die. And and, uh, and uh, the mattress. Once once again, uh, I have showed you the the. If we're going on the spectrum, and you go far enough, then then you'll see that it goes into Independence Day, and, and we have the clips of, you know, a, a rational person asking, "Can there be peace?" And of course, no peace. And then, what is the follow-up question? What exactly do you want us to do? I want and, you to die? Yes. <laughs> and uh, if that doesn't explain it. Then, mm -hmm. then I'm sorry. We just can't explain it to you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what he wants. So that's what they want. So now you know what they want from our president, and whether you like it or not, whether it's good or not, those those aren't questions we're allowed to ask. What right. we can ask is, uh, are they going to go through with it or not? Because at that point, it becomes an an actual problem. Mm. In a lot of cases of self-defense. So, um, so, so why, why do I, for example, even have things like a Facebook account now? Because they're certainly not interested in my viewpoint being out there. Not that I do a lot of political stuff on Facebook. I like some funny things that my friends might put on. But most of my stuff is out out there. Things that the Canine Protective Force and Showcat would be amused about. Well, I think. I think the the video that Crutch found of the Starship Enterprise watching how that was going down that <laughs> that was the real I mean people need to see that that's all I got to say people need to know this would be the, the data zuck right yes yes absolutely I will include that one I got that one already queued up look at that <laughs> I um yeah some some very very impressive uh people made a very very uh, interesting video you'll all enjoy trust me or or they just found it because i mean That's is true. it is it wrong the things that he says the uh <laughs> i mean everything about it seemed authentic to me and and even even data when when looking at it he was like you know this this shouldn't be possible it shouldn't be possible and, and yet it was CEO lore of Facebook. <laughs> so bad. I just, uh, I wonder if once the election is over, well, the only reason I have a Facebook account right now is to manage the show portion. And I'm wondering if we should maybe just move that to uh, Parlay. Well, Parlay is an alternative to Twitter, not Facebook. That would be Minds. Minds uh, would be an alternative to Facebook. And if I see. if uh, one thing that this uh, whole debacle has come and done is brought people together, so Ted Cruz and Liz Warren, you know, walking what? hand in hand, yep, because now they are in agreement of breaking up big tech, which means <laughs> Google, Twitter, Facebook. They said that they have been unrivaled like Ma Bell in a time before I can remember, but that's what they, they said that it was that and then gas were the two examples of big, uh, breaking up people that were too big. And because realistically, there's, uh, there is no alternative, there's no viable alternative to Facebook. 
uh, as you know, parlors trying to do it or parlay or however you want to say that place. Right. That most people don't really know about, and right now is just a uh, is like a conservative breeding ground. It's an it's an echo chamber right now because it, you don't have the you don't have both sides. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't want an echo chamber. Right. I'd like to have you know healthy discussions. You know, explain to me why I'm wrong. Easy, because you're a Nazi. I mean, now next question. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Thanks. I can help so with that. Simple. You're a fascist too. <laughs> yeah. See. There's well, I, really no difference, but they don't seem to know that. They seem to think they're different things. That's why you got to say it twice. You know, like... Uh, <laughs> a fascist Nazi. Yeah. A fascist Nazi. A fascist Nazi. There you go. Oh, I made a new word. See, but that's, I, that should be uh, separate from a neo-Nazi. Can and, I be a paleo-Nazi? I mean... <laughs> it's like... You, well, you won't have to shave your head, I guess, for that. You'll just have to wear those uniforms. See... In Russia, they just call them ultras. Ultras? Yeah. How come? Do you know? Uh, ultra nationals. Yeah. Okay. But, okay, that makes sense. You know, Everything's be... bigger in Russia. It's got to be ultra. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, super somewhere else, it's ultra in Russia. <laughs> that's, that's just how they get down, man. What are you going to do? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I, you know... I remember when the bell system was broken up. That was done uh, under Ronald Reagan. And I believe that the federal judge who managed the whole thing was Judge Green. But I know that uh, Crutch will go and check me because if I'm wrong, he would be gleefully pointing it out. Um, I, I'm not the legal scholar you think I am. I, I actually remember, because uh, I was a liberal Democrat back then. Don't hate me. We don't, because, you know, hate is not something that... You're absolutely right, Harold Green. Hey, I'm surprised those brain cells are still functioning, but... Well, it's always the ones in the back. It's like, can you remember yesterday? Yeah. Uh, what day is today? No, I can't. <laughs> I, I, I remember thinking that this was oh, going to be terrible. They, uh, you know prices were going to go up and I believed everything the left was telling me about how terrible this was going to be mm -hmm. and so um, uh, Chief I know you won't remember this this is not directed at you do you remember their little commercial about how cheap it was to call long distance Crutch yeah so many cents a minute kind of thing take take the first five for a dollar five take your sweet time on the rest Relax, the second five minutes will always cost you less. Wow. Okay. So I remember things like, you know, you can trust your car to the man who wears the star. That was, that meant that your long distance phone call, not even on a wireless phone. There was none. Okay. But, well, <laughs> I, well, they were just coming out with those great big um, bag phones. You know, that you've got one exactly. of your arms got bigger and more muscular okay. carrying it I, around. As the lawyers will say, I'll stipulate that. Fair enough. Um, 26 cents a minute. Do you pay 26 cents a minute for your phone calls now? No. Yeah, I guess deregulation worked, huh? Mm. We mm. deregulated the airlines. I thought that was going to be a bad idea, too. Um it's I can't drive as cheaply to Orlando as I can fly. Right now, maybe a little bit of an aberration, but well, okay, you know, we're in the middle of a plague, right? 
Right. I mean, I mean, last year, one way, during the holiday season, so it was slightly inflated. I think I paid two hundred. So deregulation, when it comes to business, is good when there's one competition and two uh, in the in the way of innovation. Deregulation is bad when it comes to like pipelines or environmental stuff where you could cut corners and knowing how much people want to make money they do cut corners sure. and then you get <clears throat> you know stuff spilling okay. into the environment right but but again you know a, a good capitalist okay will always have to look at the entire the entire um problem set when when trying to determine how to make money in a particular niche and part of that is sustainability okay loggers have actually planted more trees than they've cut down in the united states why because they want to continue to cut trees down okay yes you do get outside of this country and you get things like the amazon rainforest is being deforested and nobody's planting trees down there i get that but you know what that's that's not us it's it affects us but it's not us okay so when you don't have that yes you need a certain amount of regulation to say look we want you to be happy we want you to be fruitful in your in your capitalist endeavors but we also don't want you to be a jerk right we don't want you to destroy the environment that's why we're looking at ways to make cleaner coal right but when you get to the point where you say we don't care what effort you go to we don't like what you do and although we can't stop you from doing it we'll find ways to make it so unprofitable for you that you'll never do it yeah it's called being it's called being a liberal being a jerk hey there's another word i want to use but not a liberal. Remember, I thought... Sorry. A leftist. Okay. We're going to have to have an alarm sound <laughs> whenever either you or I do that, Crutch. Well, from the old school, you know. Back in the old, the old days, we had words for things we can't use them anymore. I think an electrical zap or something, you know. <laughs> Great. I need a cattle prod. Thanks. To try... To try yeah, there you go. You're Now you're thinking. Because he's trying to, he's trying to, to make us better people. We have attached cattle prods to the chairs of the chief, goon, and crutch. The chiefs will never be, will never work because he's never wrong. The goon and, and, and crutch, yeah, they'll be crispy critters. Uh, I am wrong sometimes. Yeah. And no. We, no. We'll be don't like, do this you and I, Yeah, you I and I will there's be There's a like certain Cliff foundation Flavin. in my universe. Okay. And you're now starting to shake my foundation. Well, if, if you took anything away from this week... Uh, there's a there's a gay man on Twitter. His name is Glenn Greenwald, mm-hmm. and and he real time uh, 1984 when he went to Webster's Merriam Dictionary a, a screenshot before uh, that that person from Hawaii spoke, and a screenshot after that person from Hawaii spoke, mm-hmm. and. Words that had been used by everyone were now offensive because one person said it. Yep. And so it's we're an amazingly responsive society. The the thing about <laughs> change the dictionary on the fly. And that's the thing. They would change a word what a, a like three times uh, three words a year or something, and this one happened within a day. Mm-hmm. That. Because be. if somebody had gone there and pointed out to the good senator from Hawaii that she was full of excrement, okay, then they would have looked bad. So they were doing a little CYA. 
No, well, see, that's the thing. Everyone now knows. So if this is this is much like the uh, the response. Oh, you mean we can't trust the dictionary anymore? No. If you can't can, trust Wikipedia, can't trust the dictionary, can't trust the Nobel Society, I can I can go on if you like. This is this is what the Siberian Express says is so dumb about English. In <laughs> Soviet Russia, words word is word. stay the same. They're all the the meaning that you learn is the meaning that it will always be. You don't have something that was good five minutes ago. <laughs> And is now bad. So the gulag is the gulag is the gulag. You know, as as I was saying when we were when I was looking at where she grew up and where her first house was and everything, I said, "Do we want to move here? Because <laughs> at what at what point is this place a loss? And you just gotta you gotta take the L and you gotta go." That's my question. That's a good question. And hopefully that question and many more will be answered in the coming weeks as we continue on in this merry uh, romp to Election Day. Oh, the mean season. Well, Halloween, then Election Day. Halloween is canceled by the fun police here in the the People's Republic. Oh. We're still going to do something at our our church for the little kids. But, you know, everybody will be wearing masks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Church church in uh, Halloween in a church doing things to get in. It's not Halloween. It's called trunk or treat. What what spirit are you getting in? Uh, this is the spirit of trying to support the local dental industry by handing out lots of candy to children. Yeah, see that's that the <laughs> that doesn't fly. <laughs> we, it's it's targeted capitalism, sir. We we have had an influx of the pontiff uh, may not be appreciative of capitalism, but we are. <laughs> That's How it. old is he? Old enough. Think we'll have him around much longer? Not that I wish him any harm. I don't either. I, I would like him to uh, to uh, go join his uh, his uh, brother Benedict in the uh, you know <laughs> drinking beer in the in the summer home. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, I know the, he's doing the it. Pope Hotel. Well, you know, whatever. I, I'm just I know you're white smoke. I know you're doing it, sir. And and God bless you. You've earned it. Like any good retired German, he should be in a little Wiener Schnitzel, a couple brew. He's good to go. He's singing um, uh, Lily Marlene. Yeah, he's having a good time. Okay, and with that visual in your head, uh, a word from our sponsors. Tonight's episode brought to you in part by Mr. Browning's Time Management System. Why work 40 hours in a week when you don't have to? Let Mr. Browning's system help you shorten those grueling eight-hour days to something more pleasant each and every day. It only costs a little vacation time and the know-how which Mr. Browning provides for a reasonable fee. Note that he will take time off from his job to help you. And journalism and objectivity, both good ideas that big tech and big media choose to ignore. We have our opinion, and you should too, they say. So that's the only opinion you're going to get. This will only get better when you decrease their revenue streams to make them return to honesty. Understand? And history. It's not just for old folks anymore. You can enlighten your younger friends and inform them of what the world was like without them. They won't care, but it gives us something to do. 